0: And today I'm glad to welcome back Dr. Tom Schreiner. Tom is Associate Dean and Professor of New Testament Interpretation at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. He's written many books. Let me recommend a few. One is on assurance of salvation. It's called Run to Win the Prize. It's a great little book. He also has another one on the spiritual gifts and an amazing one volume commentary, or rather, a one volume theology on the whole Bible called The King in His Beauty. He's written many commentaries on New Testament books and pick up any other. Him, you'll be blessed. I know. He and his wife Diane have been married for forty six years. They have four grown children and ten grandchildren, and it's great to have you back on the podcast.
1: Well, it's great to be with you, Champ.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to the verse you have for us today. I know it's from the Book of Romans. What verse is it? And then why don't you read it for us?
1: So it's Romans uh, chapter eight, verse one, and it's a short verse. There is therefore now. No
0: condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. It's a great verse. Why don't we just start with this question? When it says that there's no condemnation, what is Paul talking about when he says condemnation?
1: Yeah, I think another word for condemnation is there's no guilt. There's nothing that stands against us, that we uh, we stand before God innocent, righteous,
0: uh, amazing. It is. An amazing declaration yeah especially given what paul has said early on in the book about the way we're all our nature by birth uh, we're sinners so uh let's go there this verse of course starts with therefore so paul's connecting with something before can you help connect some of the dots in the context here yeah i can help a little bit but i would argue there's a sense in which it's the whole book Hmm. which you already alluded to
1: champ you know paul argues in chapters one through three, we're all sinners. But then at the end of chapter three and chapter four, the solution to that problem is the uh, cross and resurrection of Jesus, where Jesus takes our sins upon himself and he bears our sins on the cross so that those who trust in him are justified. And then in chapters five through eight, Those who are justified, I think the theme is those who are justified have hope because of this great justification. So that, I mean, I said that very, very fast, but there's a ton in there.
0: (laughs) And so at the uh, end of the day, as it were, therefore, there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. That's what Romans 8.1 says. So can you explain what does Paul mean when he says, for those in Christ Jesus?
1: Yeah, that I think that is so important. What, how how can any human being say uh, since we've already talked about briefly we're all sinners. We all fall short even after we're Christians. We still as James says we all stumble in many ways. We still sin. How can anybody say that we're there's no condemnation not just anybody it's God's word that says that through the apostle Paul, well, it's because we're in Christ Jesus. We're united to Jesus by faith to his cross and his resurrection. You know, Luther, Luther would put it this way. We're, we're We're married to Christ, so to speak, so that all that Jesus is belongs to us. So the reason there's no condemnation is not because of us, not because of me, not because of you, it's because we belong to jesus and jesus was perfect right he mm-hmm. never sinned he always did what was right so our our righteousness our righteousness isn't in ourselves it's in jesus we look to jesus for our righteousness
0: so if someone said, you know, I actually have been reading the book of Romans and I was reading chapter six and it's talking about fighting sin. And then I get to chapter seven and it's a little bit confusing, but it sounds like there's some kind of struggle going on there. When we get to chapter eight, how does this verse help us advance through our struggles, whether it's a struggle with sin or struggle with trying to please the Lord?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Well, I think I think Paul and in 8. one, you know, he's a long ways into the argument. I think he's reminding the readers first of their position, of their standing, of, of who they are in Christ. And we're loved by God, he says. You are his beloved son and daughter. He is not, if you belong to Jesus and are trusting to him, he's not condemning you. He's not against you. He's for you. And that foundation I think, is the part of the engine, at least, by which we advance in our Christian lives. Hmm. We're not, we don't obey God because we're, we have to, or it's our duty. It is our duty, hmm. but that's not the f- reason we're obeying. We're obeying because uh, we're new. He's, he loves us. He's, uh, he's for us. There's no condemnation assigned to us.
0: And when when you're in love, you want to please the beloved. So one question we like to ask on this podcast is if there were a screw tape letters version of this verse, uh, (laughs) what would that sound like? How might we be tempted to misread this verse in a way that would be unhelpful?
1: Well, I think one way to misread it would be to use it as an excuse for sin, right? If you said, well, there's no condemnation, it doesn't matter what I do. Of course, Paul's not saying this, but, uh, but, but I think since we're looking at this particular verse and I'm thinking of screw tape, I don't know if this is what you're asking, but I think what Satan whispers in our ears constantly, and maybe our own hearts, is that's not true. Mm-hmm. There is condemnation. Mm-hmm. You, you're a sinner. So what Satan wants us to, to believe is that's not true. God really doesn't love you. You know, John Owen said once, you know, something like uh, the, our greatest battle is to know that God really loves us because we're so aware of our sin. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I think I think Satan says to us, look, there, there's those words in the Bible, but, you know, we may read them with our heads, but he says it's not true. So God's spirit through his word, he wants us to get that into our hearts. And I think that takes deep meditation on this verse, prayer over this verse. We have to pray, look, this is really true about me. I still feel this. I've been a Christian. How many years have I been a Christian? 50 years. That's amazing. 50 years. The time has passed so quickly. But I still face this. You know, I read it and I think, I'm not believing that declaration. I'm focusing on my sin and I feel condemned. That's not the truth about us. So we need to remind ourselves of that constantly, the good,
0: the good news that is ours in Jesus. It's the greatest news in the world. Amen. And the Lord knows we need to hear it. He put this in here for a reason. He knows this is what we need so many times. Dr. Schreiner, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and for pointing us back to this bedrock under our feet, that there's no condemnation because of Christ and our union with him. Would you just close our time by praying this verse for all of us?
1: Absolutely. Let's pray. Our Father, we give you thanks and praise for this truth, that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And Lord, we just pray through your spirit and by your word that you would uh, seal this truth home to our hearts. Help us to uh, believe this truth and appropriate it, not, not just in our heads, but also in our hearts. Use it, Lord, to give us freedom and love and joy and peace so that we will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit as we're filled with, as Paul says, all joy and peace in believing this great promise. We pray this in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.